Coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. I did come across this interesting uh, little ad for a man, uh, searching for a man who can crossbreed Labradors and Poodles. Um, a Labradoodle doodle do ya. <laughs> dum, dum, da, da, village Idiom. Hello and welcome to The Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every we could use a popular saying and we take an admittedly shallow hopefully comedic once in a while interesting if we're lucky it's educational dive into its meaning its usage its origins but mostly we're going to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on my name is Jurassic Park. and i am skinny it's good to see you again it's been you. a while this time well yeah a, 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 probably a full seven days yeah give or take a few Except hours when i saw you the day midway between there yeah that well excluding that we actually see each other quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like most most days. Yeah. In fact, I, I see you all the time. We've got a few fun events coming up, too. And, and, and of all the things... We're taking a seminar together soon. Oh, yeah. We'll be able to talk... a concert soon. We'll be able to talk about that. Yeah, we've got some fun stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah, we'll save that it's for It's good later. for the amount of, of uh, time that we spend together. And I still like you. <laughs> see, that's, that's the miracle in Isn't this. Isn't that crazy? That's the miracle in this. Because like, typically... What happens if I had been more prepared? Typically, what happens... Familiarity breeds contempt, cadet. Familiarity breeds contempt. Cadet. Cadet. Which might be true, because at first I really liked you. <laughs> well, I the, the part that I find so crazy about this, it's like it's basically saying the more you get to know somebody, the more you won't like them. See, I think it's true to a point, because you see their flaws at first. <laughs> but if you're a person, it's like, I I can't stand your flaws, and so I don't like you. Then you shouldn't. I can't stand people who don't like people who don't like others' flaws. I don't. I like, don't hang out with. I them. don't like people who don't like me either. <laughs> it's such a stupid saying. Yeah, it's like of course people will crawl into your skin, but uh, hope you like being alone because unless you unless uh, you get used to people driving you a little bonkers, that's right. just how life is. Right. Everybody has something that drives you a little nuts. Yeah, that's true. That's it true. Is what it is. It yeah. is what it is, and it ain't going to change. So, familiarity breeds contempt is the idiom du jour. Cadet. Cadet. <laughs> you can add that. Okay, well, I, I will. Okay. A sergeant major is inspecting wow. his troops. What? One morning when he sees a new soldier he doesn't recognize. says, soldier, get over here. What's your name? Private Benjamin, sir. John. 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 <laughs> what kind of army do you think this is, soldier? We never call people by their first name. Familiarity breeds contempt. And, and it leads to a breakdown of discipline. We never call soldiers by their first name. What's your last name? Darling, sir. My name's John Darling. Okay, here's what we're going to do, John. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's so. like that scene from Stripes. <laughs> And if you call me Francis, <laughs> chill out, Francis. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. I loved that movie. That's a good movie. The RV, the Army RV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, their big military tank-like RV. So, so great. Settle down, Francis. That's a fact, Jack! <laughs> That's a fact, Jack! Why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Let's just stop recording and go watch that. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, Great movie. We're probably promoting it more than we should, because I can't remember what sort of... I'm sure. I remember the dramatic treatment. 
Yeah. No, it's not ringing any bells. Oh, he was like trying to court that girl and put her on the, on the stove and was using uh, like a frying pan, uh, like a like a spatula, spatula type thing, to, and, flipper. Yeah, call, give her the <laughs> give her the frying the the flapjack treatment. Or yeah, something. No, it's I don't stupid. Remember. Anyway, I don't anyways, stripes. It's all good. Familiarity, yeah. familiarity breeds, contempt. breeds contempt. Yeah, I, I, the part that I I'm actually a little disturbed by that because there is a grain of truth to it. Sure. Um, I think it's like one of those things that as like societally, maybe this is a little too introspective for a comedy podcast, but you just kind of got to get used to people and their nonsense. Yeah. Well, some example sentences, the couple could not stay together after their wedding because familiarity breeds contempt. That goes right along with, with what you're saying, which is if you're just seeing their flaws for the first time and that breeds contempt, you're the problem. Yeah, you're going to have to get over yourself. I am. Here's another one. I am now not close to my sister's family because familiar... Wait a minute. Familiarity breeds contempt. Listen to this sentence again. I didn't write this. I, I copy and paste. I am now not close to my sister's family. That's you. Isn't that your own family? <laughs> Isn't that your... That's you. That's You're you. right. <laughs> That's a weird sentence. But I always thought it was more like, and we this does come up in Origins, so maybe we won't dig too deep into it, but it's more about like uh, the neighborhood kid who becomes a rock star. And you're like, I know him. Like He's the, not a rock star. The prophet in his own town? Yeah, that's the part the, that's the, coming up in Origins. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. The Jesus thing. Like, you're familiar with that person. They're nobody. I, I, no one's going to accept you, Jesus. We all know you're a carpenter's son. <laughs> yeah, that. Son of God. Delusions of grandeur. <laughs> Because these kids would have grown up with him. Right. If you're playing uh, kickball with Jesus, and then he's like, you know, I'm the son of God. You're like, we played kickball with you. Yeah. Yeah. And you weren't that great. <laughs> you weren't that great. Except that part where he just walked across water to go get the ball that we kicked out of the Sea of Galilee. <laughs> that, that part was, that was awesome. pretty awesome. <laughs> we knew something was different about him. We there. always put him in gold because, hey, Jesus saves. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, so... That part of familiarity. So, so that joke, Jesus saves. Uh, it's one of those things that uh, always struck me funny. Downtown Vancouver and sort of the seedier parts where there's graffiti everywhere. Mm-hmm. You'd sometimes just see Jesus saves. And so this is years ago. Somebody went around looking for all the ones where somebody put Jesus saves and right above it put Gretzky shoots. <laughs> yeah. Gretzky shoots. Jesus, Jesus saves. saves. <laughs> That's funny. Because we had that big... Um, like neon cross. I actually think we still have it. Yeah, we do. East Van. East Van. Yeah. The East Van cross. Yeah. Which is pretty funny because it's not like a particularly religious neighborhood. Or anything. No, and it's but, not about the cross at no, all. No, it's like it's a, about pro East Van. Yeah. Vancouver East Van iconography. Like that thing is staying. But yeah, yeah, And yeah. glowing neon. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty way, awesome. Way before the cross. Not the, cr- the cross, but that one. Like 2,000 years ago, you mean? <laughs> no. East way Van's before the East Van time. neon cross. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, was they, people would graffiti that cross. Like, so if, if you haven't, aren't familiar with it, it's the word East written vertically or, yeah, vertically with the E at the top, E A S T and van with the A doubling across on the A. And, but I remember in elementary school that getting drawn. I grew up in East Van, so I, mm-hmm. I remember it being drawn in little places, mm-hmm. East Van and then across around it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. I'm like, if I didn't, take offense to them misusing the cross i think it's pretty cool i i I don't know anything that kind of gets the message out there that's a good thing (laughs) use the use the east van cross however you can east van i just really love this cross let me also tell you about jesus yeah well jesus saves (laughs) kretzky scores (laughs) 
Yeah, it's been a, it's been a um, it, it's one of those um, like landmark things that I, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think it's weird. What it's just the east? east oh, Van. the East Van yeah. thing. Yeah, no, it's true. Growing up here, I've seen it enough times. It you kind of and you think it. that getting to know it more would make you hate it because familiarity breeds contempt. Did I, did I play one of these yet? Familiarity breeds contempt. Oh yeah, I did. I'm sorry, I, I I had no recollection of actually playing that. So in that case, I'll She's, play a different one. You know what they say? Familiarity breeds. Um... Oh great! Doesn't even complete it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you just keep playing the same one again and again, we'll hate it, which reinforces the point that familiarity breeds contempt. Oh, familiarity breeds contempt, cadet. <laughs> okay. Cadet. Fair enough. Yeah, so eventually uh, it, it'll come across. I, I, I did come across this interesting uh, little ad for a man, uh, searching for a man who can crossbreed Labradors and Poodles. Um, a Labradoodle doodle do ya. <laughs> Yeah, a labradoodle doodle do. They're looking for anyone, but particularly a labradoodle doodle do. <laughs> Dude will do. Oh, yeah, a labradoodle dude will do. Yeah. Wow, it's very specific. Wow, that's great. <laughs> we'll take anyone. But who'd be best at it? A labradoodle doodle do. That's that's actually great. <laughs> very popular dog. The Labradoodle? The, the Labradoodle. Is it? Yeah, it's like, people are really into it. I think it's because it has, like, hair hair. As opposed to... Like, fur? Well, it's, is it not curly? Yeah, but curly hair. Curly it, hair like a poodle on yeah. a, a lab-sized dog. Yes. Right. Apparently, they're really energetic. Not optimal for your first dog. I don't know. I don't have a dog. I have a cat. So, so it might be optimal. Could be. <laughs> I don't know. If you're annoyed with your cats. Uh, speaking of cats... <laughs> And today's what's up with cats? <laughs> What's the deal? I was in uh, in the neighborhood. I was uh, in, in the neighborhood of the in laws mm-hmm. and uh, chatting with some of the neighbors. And this cat comes out. And they're like, "Oh, this cat's been around. Nobody knows whose it is, and it's meowing a lot. Like it's it's seeming lost." And anyway, it looks healthy. It's not unfed or anything. Anyway, I open the back of my jeep to uh, take some things in, and the cat just hops in, sits down. It's like, "Where are we going?" I'm like. Looking around, like whose cat is it? It's now in my vehicle, right? Eager to leave with me. What do you do? I just give it a push. Shoot it out. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Well, fortunately, it didn't happen after next weekend. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll tell you about next week. Is that is that content for the podcast or is that? I don't know yet. Yeah, we'll we'll pray about it. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, anyways, uh, in the familiarity breeds contempt. Breeds contempt. I, I, dis- I disagree. I want to disagree. There is a there is some truth to it, but I don't think I think it's a bad part of humanity. True. Yeah. That it's one of those. So you don't like it, but it's true. It's like yeah. The more I get to know somebody, the less I like them. It's like mm, I I actually think in. Mm, I would say in most cases, the more I get to know someone, the better I like them. Yeah, I, I'm hopeful. In most, in my in my life. And if it's prettier, I don't know. Well, because it would hit a point, it's like, oh, I found out something about somebody that I didn't like, and so that was the end of it. Yeah, but contempt is pretty strong. Yeah. Contempt is borderline hate, right? Yeah. If you have contempt for someone. What is that, like, contempt of court? Like, oh, contempt of court is just... You purposefully, huh, now you messed me up here. 
I don't know. Hey, Google, what is the definition of contempt? Let's hear it from... Here's the definition of contempt. The feeling that a person or a thing is beneath consideration, worthless, or deserving scorn. Deserving scorn. Worthless. Worthless. That's not so good. So it's not hate. So in contempt of court, you're basically saying... I'm above the law. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not. You don't consider the rules of this courtroom mm-hmm. to matter. Mm-hmm. So when you're you're in contempt. So yeah, I guess if you just... You don't want to be like... It's not like I hate someone, someone you just think right. less of them. Yeah, because you found out something about them. Yeah, that's a real good reason for people to be vulnerable with you. Yeah, because uh, hey, there's no there's no payoff. Yeah, we have all these church groups <laughs> where we want people to open up, be vulnerable, while we're saying. Ooh. But you know what's true? Familiarity Ooh. breeds contempt. Ooh. I found out about them. Don't like what I saw. No, no, but they were vulnerable. Well, that's the important thing. <laughs> as long as they got it out. But now they have no friends. <laughs> exactly. It, it's wild, and all the. Yeah, I guess that's kind of like, I don't know, is there some kind of like uh, cancel culture part of that? Where I, I don't think cancel culture exists. Hmm. You've gotten rid of that? Yeah. Have you? You've canceled that? I canceled that. You've canceled cancel culture. Uh, there's for sure some well, it's of like, that. like, hey, we really loved XYZ about somebody. And then we found out that 20 years ago that this may have happened. And so now they're an idiot. I mean, there's, there's, yeah, oh, that kind of thing. Yeah, but there's also like... Um, Everything that they've done. Like if some young... Forward, punk superstar becomes a rock star and you're in high school and all the girls are swooning over him none of the guys like him oh that's stupid because is that just jealousy though it's not familiarity i I don't know i'd be happy for him no no no. i don't mean it's one of your friends i mean like you're in so when i was in high school and the new kids on the block became enormous boys weren't listening to them but girls were head over heels they didn't want it that way (laughs) that's the wrong group i see (laughs) Screen door in a submarine? I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I guess that's not familiarity. That's just contempt because... Just contempt. Well, they're not better than me. It's jealousy. <laughs> I don't know. Tell, I me, don't tell know. me why. No, you're so off. <laughs> the funny thing is I can't think of a single <laughs> New Kids on the Block song to correct you. But you've got your Backstreet Boys nailed down. <laughs> I'm just glad we're in sync. Oh, nice. <laughs> to, to bring it all around. Yeah, I just don't like the idea that the more I get to know somebody, the less... I, I'm like, I, I I don't know. It's like, you know you're flawed. And to, to assume that other people aren't, and that there's something that you're like, yeah. That's. You know you're flawed, but you don't always know your flaws. Sure, but if you were to find out, it's like, oh man, I... It finally came out that you murdered somebody back in 1986. Would you like me less? During Expo. Yeah, are you going to like, oh, I guess, does that cancel all the, the next so let's 30 say, years? Let's say I confess to you yeah. <clears throat> that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been that many years. Well, it depends on what it is. I don't, I don't have to like like it. I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to love it. No, I'm saying this is the actual are we scenario. Able to okay. Not, we're, not, we're not recording. Okay. And I'm like, hey, by the way, I did kill someone. Uh, at Expo 86. <laughs> so specific. Okay. Would, all I'm saying. I'm thinking your reaction would be like. I choked what? somebody with a Belgian waffle <laughs> at Expo 86 underneath one of those benches with the 86 on the side. Yeah. Outside of, of UFO H2O, <laughs> I killed somebody at with the a Belgian waffle. I promise. 
You're like, that sounds really specific. So I think he might have done it. But what would your reaction be if I said, hey, I got I to gotta tell you. I got to tell someone I've kept this a secret for 30. I legitimately go like, like this is terrible. We do, like, let's talk about this. But first tell me like what. I, I want to know all the details. Yeah. Yeah, of course I do. And I, I would want to know that you. Were, I don't think I'm in trouble. I think I think it's like I'm I'm fine. Somebody else has totally been put in jail for it, so I'm good. Oh, you're good. Someone else has taken the rap for this. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. What should I do? Just ride that out, baby. <laughs> you're the. Yeah. See, that's not contempt. We're not the more you know about me, the more you cover for me. Uh, see, see, that that is terrible. Yeah. So legitimately, I should never admit that because your mind's going, man, that's that, that's not good. Would I then throw you under the bus and like, okay, actually, that's how I killed him. I threw him <laughs> under a bus. <laughs> the sky train. <laughs> I threw him out under the sky train. Um, so if that was the case, though, I would want to know like all the scenario as to how you made it right. But if familiarity breeds contempt is true, the more you know about it, the more contempt you would have for me. But I would visit you in prison is all I'm saying. Yeah, I think you would. Of course I would. Yeah. And we'd still be friends. Oh, we'd have a great, we'd still record. (laughs) So just hold up the mic to the glass. My call would just be a little more. (laughs) Only 15 minutes on the phone. Please insert 50 more cents to continue this call. You have a correct call from (laughs) such and such corrections. Facility? Oh, no. That reminds me. I need to call somebody. In prison? Yeah. Oh, no. That's okay. So, yeah. <laughs> In terms of familiarity, of course, we would still be friends. I appreciate that. Yeah. Just so you know, I never I never even harmed no. No, that's ridiculous. at Expo. That's ridiculous. Under the bench by h2o ufo h2o <laughs> anyway too many specific details you there. know what um this is not connected to expo 86 but sort of um because it's calgary 88 mm-hmm. this morning as i was helping my daughter get ready for school we had on cool runnings okay no funny i have been in that bobsled oh really yeah they've got it outside of the grounds at the calgary winter olympics funny thing. yeah so you can go pose with it that's interesting and i did that <laughs> Yeah. Feel the rhythm, feel the ride. Come on now, it's bobsled time. <laughs> cool runnings. Cool runnings. Are you dead, Sanka? Yeah, man, yeah, I'm dead. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I saw that scene this morning. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, what do you say? Let's get into, uh, find out where this came from. All right. As you wish. Said some words. haven't played for a number of weeks is give you a few options to guess where it came from and so shakespeare the bible is it the bible shakespeare or cool runnings i'm gonna go bible let's go john Kennedy. uh all right well the sixth century bc uh or bce as it's as it's called now old testament still possible uh storyteller aesop okay is often credited with coining the phrase familiarity breeds contempt. Hmm. 
Uh, that assumption needs a little picking apart, though, which I think you'll appreciate. Oh, so it's not true. So it's an Aesop fable. It's an Aesop fable is a fable. Firstly, uh, no original writings of Aesop survived. This is the first time I heard this, and I'm going to share it with you. There is no original writings of Aesop that has survived. And indeed, mean- wait for it. He may not have been a real person. What? So I can... The first part, you know, as we kind of navigate our current news world, you, you just immediately start asking different questions. So it's like, there's no original copy. Does that mean that the copy he wrote is the original, and so there's no duplicates of what he wrote? In which case, that wasn't the original copy. So okay. You, so they said, there's no original copy. I'm like, but are there like copies immediately after those copies? Well, you can't have an original copy. The one that he wrote would if be the original. If you use the word copy, it's not the original. I see. So Aesop's original, and that this is an Aesop's original. <laughs> so there would be that, and then there would be copies of Aesop's original, right? And so if there's not an original, it got destroyed in a fire, but not before it was duplicated a hundred times. Yeah, I I don't know. It just this is the first time I even heard that Aesop might not have been real. Okay, but merely he was the nominal author to say the least of a collection of tales that has changed over many centuries where the His attribute tales, the besops <laughs> continue uh, you may be familiar with Aesop's fables but you got to check out these besops where the attribute comes from is a moral so the attribute of today's idiom comes from the moral of the tale the fox and the lion have you ever heard the fox and the lion? It's not ringing a bell. Okay, so here is a translation. It's not very long. A translation uh, of the fox and the lion. So here we go. When first the fox saw the lion, he was terribly frightened and ran away and hid himself in the wood. Next time, however, he came near the king of beasts and he stopped at a safe distance and watched him pass by. The third time they came near one another, the fox went straight up to the lion and passed the time of day with him, asking him how his family were. And when he should have the pleasure of seeing him again, then turning his tail, he parted from the lion without much ceremony. That's the whole tale. So it may be that the person, um, where's the good part that that's the whole tale. They're saying that that is familiarity breeds contempt, but there's not a lot of contempt. There's less fear. There's acceptance. But there's not contempt. So it might be that the person who first used the expression familiarity breeds contempt in English was influenced by the moral of Aesop's story. But otherwise, like, it's more like... There's nothing there. I think people, yeah, not just my opinion, others are like, the connection of this idiom, familiarity breeds contempt, being connected to Aesop's fable of the fox and the lion is... Weak sauce? Weak sauce, and probably unlikely. Mm -hmm. Um, But... That is the number one answer if you go looking. I call baklava. (laughs) That is the number one answer if you go looking. Where did it come from? It came from Aesop's Fable, Fox and Lion. It's probably not true. Uh, Either way, there's no version of the proverb in Aesop's story in any translation because it has changed over over the centuries. There's no real reason to view Aesop or Besop or Weeksop as the originator of this idiom. To find the real origin, um, we got to move a few centuries forward and over to France. Um, The Oxford English Dictionary records a Middle French printed record from roughly 1340, which says this, 
Trop grande familiar de Angondra, Miss Prismo, which is probably pronounced incredibly incorrect, but is translated to too much familiarity breeds contempt. Exactly our idiom. So this is the first round. First, this is first found in English in the biblical scholar, you guessed Bible, not quite the Bible, but the biblical scholar Richard Taverner's Middle English work called the Second Book, Garden of Wisdom, in 1539. This is what it says. I'll be careful. This is Old English, spelt weird, but uh, I'll read it in Modern English best as I can. His special friends counseled him to beware, lest his overmuch familiarity might breed him contempt. So that's 1539, biblical scholar Richard Taverner's. Uh, we can go to 1386, however. Uh, Chaucer wrote how familiarity breeds contempt in his tale of Melibe. Um, the word homeliness, spelled H-O-O-M-L-Y-N-E-S-S-E, homeliness, uh, means familiarity. And the word dis, man, dispreisinge, D-I-S-P-R-E-I-S-Y-N-G-E, dispreisinge? I've not heard this word. Dispreisinge die Dutch. Um, means contempt. So it's easy, really easy, therefore, to see that the, the, the following is an early version of this phrase. Men saying that over great humliness engendreth despreisinge. So both means familiar, familiarity and contempt. So it's quite likely that Chaucer initiated it, uh, that biblical scholar Richard Taverner's uh, kind of sunk his teeth into it, and then it became a regularly accepted concept, and over time was whittled down to what we know, three-letter, three-word, I should say, uh, idiom, familiar, familiarity breeds contempt. And then I didn't find anybody referencing it to what you referenced earlier, but I did add it in my own notes, just having uh, a fair amount of biblical... Uh, verses jammed into my brain and mm -hmm. memory, which is Mark chapter 6, verse 4. I think it's in one of the other Gospels as well. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Um, so, so, so that goes closer to the example we were using where we know this guy. He's not, he's not anything special, mm -hmm. which is probably the best example of familiarity. So it predates kind of all of these things as as a concept, if not a perfectly formulated idiom. Hmm. You know? yeah. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other examples where, like, I think of like kingly type people that sometimes people keep their distance, keep at arm's length in order to, like, I don't know. It's like you'll respect the the CEO of the company if he's not walking the assembly line. Right. But in actuality, you're like, oh, it's like Henry Ford on the assembly line. Like, he actually knows. He cares about us. I mean, so that, that that's kind of a good example of familiarity breeding contempt if contempt means you think less of them and not necessarily hatred. Because if so, you idolize this guy and then you get to know them, you're like, it's actually a pretty normal guy. It takes that rock star shine off. Mm-hmm. And it does lessen that person in your eyes, but it shouldn't breed contempt when you think of it as being better than them or hatred. It's a different, yeah, it's just like in those cases, like a differing job, like a, a, a Japanese manager will work on the floor. Yeah. So that 
it's like, I'm not better than you. I'm just, my job is to make sure that these things happen and your job is to do these things. Yeah. But it's not, I'm not better. It's just a different function. Right. Right. Yeah. So maybe the issue of familiarity breeds contempt is if in the first place you have put somebody on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Kim Jong-un type. You've put whoever, whether it's your boss or a celebrity or a whatever, you've put them on a pedestal. If you actually got familiar with them, you'd take them off that pedestal. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. you shouldn't have put them on the pedestal in yeah, the first place. Yeah, just don't place. put people on pedestals. Yeah. That's a good... Who even uses the word pedestal? It's not used enough. Yeah. We should put out... We should add that to our merch. Village Idiom Pedestals. <laughs> don't put me on here. Don't put anybody here. Intentionally empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Intentionally empty pedestals. That's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, just an arrow. <laughs> this is intentionally empty with a pedestal. That's so. That's good. And on the bottom side, it says familiarity <laughs> breeds contempt. Sincerely, Mark and Vince. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there, there you go. That's that's the amount of origins you're getting. That's well, your good. spoonful of origins well, for thank the day. You. Helps. It helps the idioms go down. That's right. Well, we should get into a uh, little game time. All right. Well. The game he's referring to is Riddlelink, and Riddlelink is a game that we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question and requires a two-part overlapping answer, overlapping by syllable or word or words or full sentences or novels. Imagine if there was a Riddlelink novel example. Anyway, for example, last week we uh, we went over or we used the idiom humble pie to eat humble pie, and we left you with this one. You say this to express how bored you are when you have been forced to eat your humiliation. One more time. You say this to express how bored you are when you have been forced to eat your humiliation. Did you get this one? All I could come up with is, it's not even that good. Ho-hum bull pie. That's exactly is it? right. It's not ho-hum alone. It's not humble pie. Ho-hum. It's ho-hum bull pie. That's great. That's how you play Riddling. Ho-hum bull pie. Good for you to even drum up. That was a tricky one altogether. Okay, well, I've got two prepared. I've got two prepared. Okay. Illegitimate children, be prepared to chime in. A wrought iron post to hold wax sticks for this crossbred retriever with curly hair. Oh, that's a good one. A wrought iron post to hold wax sticks for this crossbred retriever with curly hair. See, this is one of those rare examples. We got a double, we got two syllable overlap, right? Candelabra doodle? Yeah. Yeah. Candelabra doodle. That's great. That's a good one. Good. I'm glad you like it. All right. Let me give you one. I got it from my mama. What? What? My mama. The more you know something, the more you despise it in this Willem Dafoe's take on Jesus called the last what? <laughs> okay. One more time. The more you know something, the more you despise what? it in this Willem Dafoe's take on Jesus called the last what? Familiarity breeds contemptation of Christ. That's right. <laughs> wow. That is a mouthful. That yeah. is a mouthful. I got another one here. All right. This one's kind of stupid. I hope it's not mine. I like my next one. Closeness leads to loss of respect while removing the garbage from a Windows computer. Oh, interesting. Do it again. Closeness leads to loss of respect while removing the garbage. From a Windows computer. Okay, so familiarity breeds contempty the recycle bin? Yes. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I told you it was stupid. <laughs> Empty the recycle bin. It was the phrase on the computer. 
<laughs> okay, that, that works. That works. It's, it's terrible. Okay, well, I got one more. I, I think you're going to enjoy it. But why don't you tell how everybody that they should and how they can play along? Well, you for sure should do this, Villagitimate Children. Reach out to us on Instagram at the.village.idiom or email get, us. Get to know us. <laughs> email we, us. Based on email today, us. we don't want anybody to get to know us. Well, I like You're starting I like everybody. All right, tell them how. Get to know us, and you'll find out how, how much you don't like how us. How flawed we are. <laughs> <laughs> or email us, thevillageidiompodcast at gmail.com, or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTube, or the X at three. Very it's nice. gone. I guess we can officially stop saying formally Twitter. Mm-hmm. All right, here it is. Can By saying this? it, did you actually? I did it anyway. Yeah, you're right. Shoot. All right, Singers of I Saw the Sign is also where you can find the story of the fox and the lion. Singers of I Saw the Sign <laughs> is also where you can find the story of the fox and the lion. <laughs> And that is three minutes gone. Clearly you got that one. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> it's been a long time. I'm, g- I'm going to listen to that on the ride home. There you go. Yeah. Don't so, get too familiar with it. <laughs> so good. Well, hey, well, there's one. You hear a song too many times. You just don't like it? You stop liking it. But when I do like a song, I will listen to it literally like 20 times in a row. Until? I've memorized as much of it as I can. And until? Until there's something else that replaces that OCD-ness. <laughs> okay. Maybe you're different. And then it moves to the next one. But yeah, I don't hate them. And then when it comes on, I nonchalantly know all the words. And people are like, how do you know all the words to that song? I'm like, I don't know. I just heard it once. And I just have good retention. Good memory like that. 20 times later. (laughs) Repeat the car. Printing out lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a dot matrix? What was that? I was remembering. I was scanning it from scanners. (laughs) Well, it's fun putting today's episode together. Hope you enjoyed it. Villagitimate children, get out there and support our uh, sponsor, Janscape. <laughs> I'm skinny. I'm Jurassic Park. And these are the Village Idioms. Familiarity breeds Last three minutes gone.